Jim Britt and Jim Lutz had a vision, and the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your hosts and personal coaches that'll show you how to bankroll your mind. Lawrence Pipkin and Rich Perry. Join Lawrence and Rich weekly as they interview the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Rich Perry here, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Lawrence Pipkin, straight from Texas. Lawrence, how are we doing today? Doing good. You didn't call me a sidekick today, so that's kind of a, an upbeat start to the show, so I'm feeling good about that. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I thought I told you that you got bumped up in rank because you've been, you've been doing really good in life this week. So you've been bumped up. Congratulations, pal. Excellent. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But, but don't, don't get too comfy, okay? It's, you got you to gotta keep on showing up every day, all right? I will. And but, uh, we're going to find out when you show up, things happen. So. Holy moly. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an amazing show lined up for you today. I know I say that every week, and I mean it each and every week. Uh, I'm not even going to belabor what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to get right into it. And uh, our, our guest today is Kelly Locatelli. She is in book 11, which is about to hit the shelves any day now. Her chapter is called Life, What I Signed Up For. Through what Kelly calls Sir Thriving, she makes a point of not just fighting or surviving obstacles, rather thriving through each of them. Kelly has the unique ability to take the challenges in life, and as an inspirational speaker, coach, and mentor, she teaches what is the lesson and how can we be grateful in that situation. So welcoming Kelly from California today. We're so glad that she can be on the show. Kelly, are you there with us? I'm here. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. And we, (laughs) I think we were diving into the interview off the air, and I was like, oh, no, we're asking all the good questions now. Now i got to remember what those (laughs) questions were. But, I mean, Kelly, I don't even know where to begin with your chapter. I know we were just talking about it, but just go ahead and jump right in. Tell the good folks about your chapter, Life, What I Signed Up For. It's not even on the shelves yet. Book 11 is coming out um, very, very soon. So no one's even read this except for, like, a few people. I mean, just tell us. Tell us about your chapter, and then we can just jump right into this interview. Okay, okay. So, um, sort of thriving is is what I call myself, and you know, my squad, my, the people that I work with, the people that I I run into, and that I can touch and help um, on a daily basis. And really, what it means is that um, 
you can, I was born a fighter, and as you read my chapter, you'll see in the very beginning, I came into this world in a very dramatic, traumatic way, and um, it was life or death for my mother and and I, and um, and she she said that I came in the world as a fighter, and I would continue to fight throughout my entire life, and I took that with me, the fighter spirit with me, and and it served me for a while until um, then I was surviving, and I actually put myself in a sort of a two percent statistic, and I thought it was really funny, you know, um, making other people comfortable for your situation, you know, um, goofing around a little bit here, like pregnant on the pill, whoop, raise my hand, that's me, two percent statistic, right? If if the if the car tire is going to blow, it's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to me until it was just no longer funny. Things were just happening to me and, um, and I wanted it to stop. (laughs) I wanted, I wanted these extreme situations to be not so extreme anymore. And it, and it took a lot of, uh, self-observation and going back through. And to be honest, I, I was sort of a, a positive addict, if you will. So like situations would, would present themselves and I would get through it. Um, I broke my neck on a quad and, um, it's okay. I'll get through it. You know, you you get up and you, and you, um, dust yourself off and you keep on going without digging in really deep to understand why that situation could have happened, did happen. What am I supposed to learn from it? And what is, the lesson to be grateful for. And so I went through, as you read, um, quite a, quite a lot of, um, heavy trauma and, um, and I finally learned the lesson in my life and what I was here to do. Um, I used the Mark Twain quote of the two most important days of your life are when you're born and when you understand why you were born. Um, I, I believe that applies to me 100%. Absolutely. Um, now, if it's okay with you, can I just highlight uh, the three situations that you talk about in your, in your you chapter? Can, yes, you can. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to, to, to talk about those or not, but yes, feel free. Go ahead and then okay. we'll, so we'll, we'll dive me, in further. Ladies and gentlemen, let me paint this picture <laughs> a little bit for you. And if if it sounds like I'm upbeat or anything like that, it's only because I'm just amazed and inspired Kelly what you have been through in your life and uh, so you know I mean even the four situations I would say and there's probably more that you just ran out of pages to write about I mean you came into this world like you said a fighter it was a life and death situation for you and your mother and I was like wow that's wow that's an inspiring story you know I mean she 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 went through it she was a, a fighting baby then you told the story about you were riding on the quads and you broke your neck and the, the spinal doctor said that you should have been paralyzed and you weren't. And, you know, you, you were on the medications and, you know, you, you had the willpower mm-hmm. to quit the medications cold turkey to do what was necessary to get yourself back in the control area, you know, start living once again for yourself then you had the story, and I, I forget which one came first or which one came second. Um, <laughs> y- you were telling the story that you were laying in bed taking a nap, and you had a home intruder. And this person 
you know, you were tortured and, you know, he destroyed the house and destroyed your life pretty much. And you had to fight through that battle. And then you were telling the story about you were driving in a car and the tire blew out and you went into the icy lake or uh, it was an icy lake mm-hmm. and you had to pull yourself out of the of the icy cold water and each time I'm reading one of these stories I'm like holy crap like that's enough <laughs> right there for a story and she is telling three of them in a span of eight pages and each time I'm like there can't there couldn't be anything else that have hap- that has happened to this person and <laughs> right. sure enough I, I turn the page and I'm like oh my god like it's something again. <laughs> and not once, not once, ladies and gentlemen, did Kelly have this woe is me or I'm a victim mentality. Each time she's talking about her willpower to push through it and not just get through it, but sir thrive, as she says. And I mean, I I'm excited to just meet you and give you a hug and and get Aww. the vibes because I'm like wow this this person has been through it and she's an inspiration so I loved reading your chapter Lawrence do you have anything oh, for Kelly thank you. <laughs> before I sign up to be her fan club uh, leader because <laughs> <laughs> It kind of sounds like you already have, Rich. I'm, I'm pretty sure that well, uh, we'll be getting brochures in the in the mail or via Facebook. So absolutely, right. yeah, I'll be sending out, yeah, um, Sir Thriver tools, a toolkit oh, for you. I get a button well, you know, Kelly, One of the <laughs> one of the things that I was struck by when you when you said that you were a two percent statistic, and it is it is so true that when we begin to describe ourselves in our life and we begin to turn those thoughts into words, those words become action and those things happen. And on a very small scale, I used to tell everybody I I had a good life, but an inconvenient life. And I was totally okay with it. You know, I would go to the store and I would buy something, a box off the shelf, and that would be the one box that was missing two screws. (laughs) <laughs> and that could make me angry, but I was like, hey, it's okay. It's inconvenient. That's my life. And right. you begin to create that mindset. And so as you were saying, you know, you are that 2%, and you begin to live that 2%. You and do. It, you it shows to, up. Yes, it does. So what I wanted to ask you is when did you decide, how can you help our listeners understand that it is something inside of you that has to click or a switch that has to move the other direction for you to say, you know what, this isn't me anymore. This isn't what I want. And maybe if somebody listening is going through something similar or they finally realize, you know what, I'm manifesting these things in some way or another, how do I stop it? What would you say to them? Um, you know, that's, that's, that's perfect because that's exactly why I wrote the chapter and um and it's a vulnerable vulnerable place to be to write as much as you know you you rich just shared with everybody and it's all true um you really just you have to pay attention to your thoughts and you have to decide that enough is enough you just you have to get to the point that enough is enough and you're not going to live that life anymore i didn't live the life of a victim um i always believed myself 
um, you know, that I was meant for greater things and that I was meant to do something. I didn't know what that something was. But that's why I wrote it, because it is traumatic and it is um, high drama, I guess, if you will. And I think a lot of people um, that are wandering around today, and and like you said, um, Lawrence, you know, um, two screws are are not here. Well, two screws can become two screws loose somewhere else and somewhere else and somewhere else and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And and if you allow that to to keep happening, instead of saying, you know, okay, well, I'm missing two screws. Well, maybe two screws weren't needed. You know, I don't have them because I didn't need them. And you got to turn it around. You got to flip it around. Um, I believe that I was born with this will uh, to live, and and live a great life. And then I had to learn how to manage that. Um, when when I came into the world, as we were talking about with my mom, um, her placenta had erupted, and um, she was told that I wasn't going to make it, and there was a chance she wasn't going to make it. And then the next situation, Rich, as you brought up, was the um, quad accident. And when that rolled, and it was 600 pounds of metal that landed on me, it knocked me out. I didn't know it. And I went to the doctor, and I've, I've used humor a lot to deflect. And um, I, I really do. I find, the, I find funny in almost everything. And um, my doctor had told me that my, my – my silver lining wasn't just silver, it was bedazzled, right? And that I should have been in a wheelchair and I should have been this and I should have been that. Well, you know, I don't buy the the, the should have. I, I go back to who told you 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 had to stay on medications. They told me I was going to be on medication for the rest of my life on seven different kinds of of wacky opiates and muscle relaxers and stuff like that. They told me that was going to be my life. Well, and, and I chose not to believe that. I chose not to believe them. So when you're, when you're in it, you sometimes don't see it and you believe those that are the quote unquote professionals but but they're not the professional of your mind and of your life. They're you know, they're a doctor and this is and this is their practice and this is their best guess that you're gonna have twenty percent movement of your neck. I have a hundred percent movement of my neck. Um, I'm completely healthy. I have other people's bones in my neck and I have talk about a screw loose, I've got a couple screws in there and you know um, <laughs> people have said that to me and yeah, odds are I might have a screw loose in there. But um, it's holding my head on my shoulders. So, um, you know, it's, it's don't listen to the, the, the people who, who tell you how it's supposed to be. You get to decide how it's supposed to be. And if you don't like how it's going, you have the power to change it. That's, that's the biggest takeaway that I've had from this. Um, and I believe that I came full circle. So um, the accident, the quad happened. Then, then the drug addiction happened, and, and that really made me angry because no one told me how addictive those drugs were. No one warned me. No one said you're going to be a walking zombie. No one said you're going to have even more pain than you ought to be having. Uh, nobody told me. And, and when I decided that I wasn't feeling at all anymore and I realized that I, was, I wasn't feeling um, I just I zipped them up in a bag and I handed them to my mom and literally said, "This is not going to be a lifetime movie. Let's do it." And and there was another you know people call near death. I call 
life awakening situation. So um, you got to take those moments and and as and as ugly as they can be sometimes, and as hard as it is to observe yourself in those situations, you really have to do that. And I didn't. I, I went through it. And I had the courage and the strength to go through it. Again, I, I believe I was born with this will, but I didn't necessarily appreciate the situation after I had gone through it, so to speak. So if you go back and you, and you, and you look at your life and you connect those dots and, and you become grateful for the lesson in it, then, you know, the next thing that happens may, may be way easier to handle and or you'll know you'll know you'll know how to handle it um and and you'll learn the lesson before it becomes a dramatic situation and and you're right rich um after that after the uh the cold turkey thing and and they did revive me and um and i was i was very blessed to to get through that i don't recommend people you know just stop taking medications um cold turkey it's it's probably not the safest way to go but for me it's kind of feast or famine and that's how my that's how my mindset always has been and how it works and um the lake the lake incident actually came first and that was a that was a rental car and the tire blew um and to my left was a mountain and to my right was lake klamath in oregon and it was in january and um i kind of star skiing hutched it i guess and did a couple of flips and i landed facing the road that I was on, and I really thought I was going down. I really, really thought I was not getting out of that car. It was a rental car. I had nothing to pierce the windows. I had no way to get out, and I used humor again. And that situation where I had just bought a, a Michael Kors purse, the Saturday before, which is just really funny. And and for all the women listening, they understand what that means. <laughs> and it had actually floated up to the top, and I was getting ready to pull my phone out, and the water's coming through the vents, and, and um, you know, and I'm saying every word that I, I ought not to say right now. And um, I was getting ready to grab my phone and, and call my kids and call my mom and let them know I, I'm not getting out of here. There's – you know, I try, I've been trying to get out of here. I can't get out of here. And then my future flashed before my eyes. Like I saw my, my, my daughter getting married. I saw them graduating from college. I saw the grandkids. I saw my mother. And, um, and it got kind of misty. And I, I, I realized I, I need to get out of here. I've got to find a way to get out of here. And um, I just started pounding on, on the, the windows, the power windows, which it made zero sense to do because – the car was emerged, um, the entire front, and I was like hanging. And I had undone, undone my seatbelt, hit the hit the steering wheel, and I was just hanging there, um, vertically in this lake. And out of nowhere, the driver's side window just goes down, and I and I crawl out, and I swam about a hundred feet to the shore. I mean, it's it's unexplainable, but um, it didn't it didn't even hit me what I had been through until I saw the, the car go under. And um, when I was born, again, they said that I was, I was drowning in my mother's blood. And I know that's gory and it's hard to hear. Um, but after the lake situation, and then, yes, I had an intruder the, um, six months after that. And I was tortured, tortured, and I lost a third of my blood. And it was after that situation that I, 
that a friend of mine told me um, all your life you were told that you weren't supposed to make it as a baby, that you, you, you were lucky that you were alive. So somewhere in my mind I had the I'm lucky to be alive thing. And then through the drowning, not drowning, through the, the torturous situation of, of the intruder, um, which I, I proudly wear my, my, the scars I have today, um, I came full circle. And that's the moment that I realized I'm no longer going to tell people this story of being born and not supposed to have survived it. Um, when the last two situations happened to me, um, I survived those as well, and I feel like I came completely full circle. And it was at that moment that I started recognizing things that were going on around me that I wasn't personally affected by. There was, um, there was uh, when the, the, the grapevine, the, the mudslides had happened, it, and people were buried five, ten feet under the mud. I was caught in the traffic, and I had taken a um, – a detour that day. I was driving to LA and I'd taken a detour and I'd stop by my mom's to pick up my cross actually because the chain had broke and it gave me about a 20 minute detour, which I was, I was spared 20 minutes from being five to 10 feet under those mudslides and I was caught in traffic and I've never been so happy <laughs> to be stuck in traffic in my life. You couldn't, you couldn't get over the grapevine at that point. So I had to go find a hotel and stay and I was thrilled. I was skipping, you know, I, I started to realize there were things going on around me, and I was giving them the re- their due respect and recognizing that I wasn't directly affected. And that's when the switch of, of, or the flip of the switch happened for me, was that I realized there are things going on around me all of the time, and, and I'm now aware of them. I'm aware that I'm not, I'm not directly affected by them. So I took myself out of that 2% statistic, excuse me, and I put myself into the one percent of, you know, sort of thriver, of of mm-hmm. just straight up, you know, I'm a badass, and this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to handle it, and I'm going to share my story because I think a lot of people um, can get get stuck in little things that are happening to them, and they become way, way, way bigger than they need to be. And so if I can help just one person realize that, they're, that what they're going through is just as important as the things that I went through, as long as you observe them, you let them go, you get the lesson, and you are grateful for what that lesson is without having to hit such extreme places as I did. Right. You know, and I think that's an important thing for people to, to hear you say is that when you are finally open to getting the lesson, then things can change. And right. You were, you were, you know, I think it's, we don't have to overcome these huge obstacles if in the present we conquer the small things while it's small before it gets big. Exactly. I think one of my favorite things I ever heard uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer say was, why does everyone want to pole vault over rat turds. Right. So, you know, right. And we, we make such a big thing. And I, I think that was very clear to me in, in your chapter, in your life, 
that there was something that, that you, your spirit, your soul, whatever, really needed to learn and come to terms with. And it might not have been on that being in the present. And so while people want to always be that courageous person, sometimes it's more courageous to be in the moment and understand what the present means and, yes. and where you're at. Yes. That's why I say I was sort of a positive addict because I would put a positive mm-hmm. spin on things and I would laugh at them and, and make them all okay. You know, it was all okay. It was just part of the cards I, were, I was dealt or, or what have you, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and that's, what, yeah, and that, and, and that's, that's the thing is to not make things, you know, such a big deal. And I don't want people, the one thing I don't want people to do is to feel like their problems or their situations are less than – I want them to feel like they are equal to because because if I can help again, like you just said, don't pull vault over, you know, if I can help one person realize that um, what they're going through is just as big as, of a deal as what I went through if you if you observe it and you learn from it. Mm-hmm. And there were lots you know, of little things, little flags along the way, you know, but I just I, – I, I never have been one to – be the victim or put my head down and, you know, oh, whoa, always me. I mean, certainly I could have curled up with a box of bonbons and watched Oprah and, and, and <laughs> stayed in bed, you know, <laughs> over the first situation or any situation or, you know, what, whatever, a hangnail. And, um, and, I, and I never have been that person. So you just got to, you just got to, you know, take it for what it is and, and really, and really apply that lesson. And, and Kelly, just to add perspective for the sake of our listeners, and I just want clarity on this, uh, you weren't born on a different planet, right? You don't have any advanced <laughs> ninja training or anything <laughs> of that. No, no, no. And I'm using a technique out of your book to help the listener with perspective in that you know, you weren't born a superhero, you, at least not to my knowledge. You know, you don't uh, – I don't think I read any anywhere in there that you had, like, advanced ninja training or, you know, special forces training or anything like that. No, nothing. You, you, so you're just – you were someone, one person who was put in extraordinary situations, and you chose, you made – the conscious choice that you were going to not only get through it, but you were going to overcome it. And your willpower and your, your personal strength was enough to get you through those situations and be, as you call it, a survivor. Correct? Correct. Correct. No, I was not born with a cape on um, or a black belt in anything and never trained that way. Um, but I will tell you, you know, I, I believe that, that we do sign up for these things before we get here. And um, taking a huge lesson from my mother, who is wildly strong herself, you know, when she had me, it was an emergency C-section, and she had no anesthesia or anything. They straight up got me out. It was an emergency situation. She felt everything. So for her to go through that to get me into this world, um, that that was already my setup. That was already my 
the, the, the ground that was laid for me. You know, if she can do that, then the rest of this, I, can, I, I got this too. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great mentality. And I really like what you said before, and I'm going to bring it back for the listener, when you said it doesn't have to be a comparison of, well, you know, Kelly's trials and her ordeals were so much greater than mine. There's not a reason to compare whose trials and tribulations are worse or whose situations or who was dealt a worse hand. It's all about you in your life and what are the things yes. that are in your situation but you have resources, you, you know, you've got skills, you can be resourceful in helping yourself to get out of that. It doesn't have to be this extraordinary situation, like with the home intruder or the, the ATV, the four wheeler, or, you know, uh, going into the lake. I mean, there's everyday situations that people have to face but it's whether you take control and say, no, I'm going to overcome the situation. Or like you said, I'm going to sit and sulk with a bunch of bonbons on the couch and woe is me and be the victim. And you certainly chose to prevail. And we're grateful that you're here to share your story and, and inspire so many more people to make those same choices in life. So thank you so much for, for writing that book or the, the chapter. And I look forward to reading more. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I, th- there will be a, a, a sequel, you know, as, as we say in the change, your chapter is your introduction. And then, you know, you write your legacy book if you, if you so choose to do so. And, and I will say that working with Jim and Jim, um, have made my mental transition so much easier for me. Um, I've worked with them for years, and um, after after the last incident, I applied everything that I had learned from Power of Letting Go and and um, and learning about other people's opinions and how you how you take that opinion or don't. And so um, I, I give big kudos to them for you know lots of training and um, understanding for me in this because you can have the will and you're right. Please don't compare your stories to my stories, but learn um, from them in your daily life. And, um, and that's what, that's what um, I'm really truly grateful for. That's excellent. And I'm curious, I know, like you just said that you've kind of been in the circle for a little bit. I mean, Lawrence and I, we were invited into the change community over a year ago, but you've known Jim and Jim for a while. How did you get introduced to them many years ago? I'm curious. Um, through through their personal development company, um, Quanta, I was okay. introduced to them, and um, and I and it's funny. I just I skyrocketed right I, I right to them. It was like a magnetic thing. Um, I was several several people away from them. Um, but I, I reached out to both of them and, and called them and, and started talking with them. And, and I just really, I really felt the pull. I'll never forget the first time I heard Jim Lutz speak on a conference call. And, mm-hmm. 
and it was so dynamic. I, you know, in fact, it was like I, I call him Gallagher of the personal development world because he gets <laughs> so excited and he's so and he did it, and you just know that if you're in the front row, he's going to spit on you, and you better wear a, a, a garbage bag because he is going to tell you how it is. And it, it was so moving, so amazing to me. You know, with his his. Um, you don't like my blue shirt, I don't care, I do. You don't like my girlfriend, I don't care, I do. You don't like the beer I drink, I don't care, I do. And I loved that. And then on the flip side, you have Jim Britt with his very calm, relaxing demeanor and the ability. When I hear his voice, I'm just like, oh, lemonade and a porch, anyone? It just It just is very relaxing, and, and, they, and they teach you in a way that, that you don't even realize that you're, you're learning. I mean, they they speak in 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 this in this personal development language and this peak performance language, this positivity and and empathy loops and and the way they talk to you and the patterns they talk to you. You hang up that phone or or walk away and you're going, wow, you know, and you start to apply things. It's just it's incredible, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I first when I first started talking with them and I, I first met them, it was setting me setting me up for this mindset that I, I have had all my life, but never really tapped into it, never utilized, you know, the abilities. So, so the willpower was there, absolutely, and the positive attitude has always been there. But learning the lessons and applying them, I, I learned from them. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And to go on that, I think one of the things that amazes me so much about Jim and Jim, not only are they renowned experts in personal development and self-empowerment and, you know, mindset training, leadership development, but they don't in any way project themselves as being too good to speak to someone. They're not the person on the mountaintop with the big wall around them and the sentry making sure that little peons don't come in and ask questions. I mean, these are two, <laughs> you know, the, the, the plebeians, like, but these guys, both of them, Jim and Jim, Jim Britt, Jim Lutz are so genuine in uh, setting time aside to speak to someone, you know, they are genuine about the mentoring and yes. really making sure that the people that they work with are getting the most out of the experience, you know? And I think that was one of the things that really set them apart in my mind because, you know, there's experts all over the place, but some of them, you know, just some of them, they have that mentality of like, oh, well, you're not good enough to talk to me and I'm going to, you know, hang out here with the elites or I'm going to uh, hang out on the mountaintop and we've got the armed fortress and you're not allowed in here until you pass. Right. The, the yeah. Yeah. And you can pay like, $80,000 oh, to go on vacation with me. And um, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's those folks for sure. And you're right. Jim and Jim are so accessible and it's funny because I hear a lot of people and, and sometimes, you know, um, because they are who they are and they can appear bigger than life. People, they think they're bothering them. You know, well, I like to call, I like to talk to Jim about this, but I don't want to bother them. They want you to bother them. They want you to reach out. They want to be called. They want to help you. Um, They are so accessible. 
It's it's incredible. Uh-huh. And you're right. There are people up on that mountain. And there are a lot of collaboration joint ventures out there. And um, I will challenge any of them to ask if you get the person you're collaborating with, their phone number and their email, you mm-hmm. know, and their time for, yeah. for what remember, you get in the change. I remember it was it was it was when I first got introduced. So maybe like uh, I was introduced last January. So maybe February, March, it was, I was very new into the community. And I remember a few times Jim Lutz sent me a message and he'd say, Hey, anytime you want to talk, let me know. And it, it was like three or four messages later. And each time I'm thinking, Oh, he's just being nice. So I don't want to bother this guy. You know what I'm saying? He's got, he's got things to do. And after like the third or fourth message, he was like, Rich, how come you haven't called me yet? And I said, I didn't want to bother you. And he said, I told you to call me. So I, that means call me. And I just picked up the phone and I'm like, Hey Jim, it's rich. And, <laughs> and it, it's exactly what you said in that they want you to bother them. They want you to reach out. I mean, these, these two gentlemen are, they're gentlemen, you know, they, they are true right. leaders and mentors. They want the best for the people that they're working with and they're it's no skin off their back to or no skin off the teeth wherever the skin comes from these days but you know it's it's nothing you know you you set up a a a mentoring call and you're not going through secretary sally who who then has to hand the note to messenger you know and a, a month later you finally hear from these people it's like you call them on the phone and ask a question. I mean, that's someone who's genuine uh, and, you know, acts with integrity. They want the best for their people. Oh, they do. They do. They want everyone here to succeed. And, and that's the beauty of this entire movement. And that's why I, we're calling it a movement because the change is becoming a movement. We have incredible people coming. And you're right. <clears throat> Excuse me. They are accessible. They do answer the phone. And Jim Britt will tell you, if, if you send me an email and I don't reply, consider that, that I died. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. then, you, then, then you, you better be reading about my obituary because I will get back to you. And he does. He he does. He, does. he really does. And I'll get a text from Lutz that says, "Hey, how you doing? You need any encouragement today? Let me know. Give me a call." I mean, who yeah. does that? Nobody does that. Nobody does that. I remember when I got my invitation. You know, this is a long time ago, and and I'm thinking, who am I? Like, why are why are these two guys? leaders in the field contacting me and I sent Jim Britt a message and I said, is this for real? And he responded <laughs> in like 15, 20 minutes. Yes, it's real. And we want to talk to you. And this is what you have to do. And I'm thinking, Holy smokes. Like this wasn't like an automated message. This wasn't, you know, once again, from secretary Sally, this was from the man himself. You know, he responded in 20 right. minutes. So I'm like, all right, right some well, trickery going on, or someone's playing a joke on me, kind of thing. And yeah, yeah I felt that so. way too, Rich. Um, I've even had moments where, um, you know, Kyle McHugh and I, who's in a co-author and part of the change as well, we're really good friends. And and I've had my moments where I've been like, you know, oh God, I'm feeling da da da. You know, who am I to be, t- you know, talking to Jim and Jen? He's like, who are you? I mean. Oh my God! You know you're this, you're that, you're that, and he and he's another one that that will build you up, and 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 you know you start to think that way too sometimes, where you're you're thinking these guys. I mean, Jim Britt is one 
a worldwide achievement award, like like the Oscars for personal mm-hmm. development. You know, right. like George Burns type. We're talking, you know, really big. <laughs> and and <laughs> and you and you start. And if you start to question that, with well, who am I? Well, who aren't you? You know, and right. and they make you feel that way. They they really do. It's 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 home. It feels like home. Uh-huh. Well, it's it's always nice when people, and it we give we give that kudos to those people who are actually opening our eyes to our own greatness within, and so because they have the ability to see greatness in the people that they're around and working with, they're giving us the opportunity to then look at ourselves that way. Exactly. And the world would be so much, so much more caring and compassionate and giving if we were able to look at ourselves the way that we encourage others to look at themselves. And I think that's one of the, one of the gifts that both the gyms have is, is the ability to actually give us a glimpse of who we really are and who we should see when we look in the mirror. So. That's true. That's true. They're, and they're very relatable. Um, that's that's one of the, the things that I really cherish about them both is, you know, um, I told I told Jim Britt a story about, um, you know, one of the, the top folks that he's trained. And, um, and I had ordered that material when I was 18 years old, uh, the VHSs, you know. Uh, and, and I'll just say, you know, from Tony Robbins, I had ordered his um, – ultimate power or whatever it was. I don't know. It was 18. It was 30 years ago. And, um, and I, I listened to one tape and then I freaked out about the cost because it was a cost of my car payment at the time. And so I sent the, I sent it all back and I had to tell Jim Britt about it because I thought this is so funny that I, I felt the need, the pull for the personal development, the, the motivation. I wanted to be part of that when I was 18. And then it was like, oh, my God, it's a car payment. And then the 18 side of the brain kicks in, right? And you're going, no, no, I can't uh-huh. do that. Yeah, and, and if anybody sees this, and I bought it from an infomercial, and, oh, they're going to make fun of me. So I sent it back, and I was telling Jim Britt about it you know, in kind of in a funny way. And he said, oh, you know, that happened to me once, and I was reading this book, and I thought, oh, this is crap, and I tossed it, and it went right into the trash. And years later, it turns out that he met this this person he was referring to and and trained him and um they collaborated together and i thought you know that what a way to ease my feelings right because i'm sitting here saying i threw away you know one of the number one people you coached material (laughs) i sent it back But, but you know, that's what I love about them because then they've got a story that just that resonates exactly with yours. And you're like, oh, okay, so you've been there too. All right, it's all good. You know, it's just, right. it's amazing. You know, and I think that's one thing that your story, to get back to you because you're the focus of this, is that everything that we do, no matter how big or small we think it is because our ego is telling us, you know, we're not worth it or, you know, we couldn't, we could never be that. Or we look at those that have, and we say, I cannot have, um, your story really points out that it's all about that choice that you internally make. And I, I, I'm always quoting the Tao Te Ching and I want to quote it again, but I want to quote it as I would say it to you from your story. And I think that, it's something that all of us 
needs to be aware of that power that's inside of us. And the quote is, she who conquers others is strong. She who conquers herself is mighty. And your story shows that mighty spirit that was always there that you kept testing and kept testing and kept testing until you decided, you know what, no, I am mighty, and I'm going to use the mighty not, not as a yardstick to gauge how much I can take, but to then turn around and see how much I can give, how much I can do. Exactly. That's beautiful. Thank you. And, and it shows that, that what you just said is, is so true. It shows in um, some of the, the writings for my kids. I've, I've been going through boxes, and I, I look at their journals when they were in first and third grade and stuff, and it amazes me today when I read what they wrote and the quotes that they wrote, and at the bottom they'd say, I am grateful for my eraser, you know, and for whatever it may be that day. I'm grateful for the movies. I'm grateful for this. But I, I see so much of what I do today in their, in my kids when they were really little. So it's, it, you're right, it is something that I have always been teaching, you know, my, child, uh, my children and people that, I, and I've mentored in, my, in, my, in the corporate jobs that I had before um, I broke out onto, into my own business. But um, I, I mentored with other people as well. I just, ne- like you said, never really mentored myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, and that that is the biggest difference. That that's but that is truly truly what it takes. I 100% agree. It's just we don't give ourselves enough credit, and it's time to stop. And right. It's time to, you know, don't don't live in the delusions of the authority, whether that authority was when you were seven or 10 or 16, or it was the cop or a pastor, or it was a boss. You don't have to live in their delusion. You can create your own reality. And, and, exactly. and you know, what, what better delusion to live in than your own? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's, that's why you're in it. it it's like the, the child that starts walking. You don't see a 30-year-old out there crawling because they just decided at 30 that this walking gig isn't for me. You know, when you, when you learn to walk, you, you have no fear. <laughs> and and you keep on going, right? You never go back to crawling. Well, maybe maybe some people do, but um, I don't know any of them. So, <laughs> you know, you just you just keep going, and 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 you take that that child play and that childlike mentality, and and have no fear in your life. And and sometimes it can be, um, I don't know, you know, fear is a funny thing. Um, the anxiety and the hesitation of of what you're getting ready to do or what you want to do. And if you, if you can just remove those obstacles, and again, I use the power of letting go with, you know, don't let past experiences dictate your future um, successes. And a lot, a lot of people do. A lot of people um, stay there. And I think it's okay to have those moments because we all have those moments. It's okay to be sad and it's okay to cry and it's okay to be angry. Just don't unpack and live there. Just right. don't unpack and live there. You, you know, recognize it and pull through it and, and figure out how to get out of it. There's, there's lots of ways. And, and you know, that's why I, sure. I talk about Jim and Jim so much, too, because you got to align with an expert. If you don't know what to do, then find someone who does. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and 
you know, lock arms with them and learn from them because there's always someone willing to teach. I'm obviously here to teach, and um, if you, you know, I think that's a lot of lot of the problem with people when they're when they feel stuck or they have anxiety. It's just from a past experience, but they just don't know what to do with it. So the most important thing is to seek out someone who does and and align yourself with them, get help with them, collaborate. Mm-hmm. 100%. And that's what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, that is what we're so, doing here. That's right. Kelly, before uh, we wrap it up, I want to know two things. What is on the schedule for you in the coming months? What can the people aside from book 11, aside from being able to read what you wrote and not just hear it from, you know, me and you and Lawrence on this radio show, aside from the book, what do you have lined up that the people can, can look forward to? There's going to be, um, I have a video series that I'm doing and I've put a couple of videos out on Facebook right now. Um, but I'm going to be doing a video series on, you know, uh, your stories and, and how you talk about your stories and who you talk to them, who you, who you share your stories with, because not everyone can be trusted with your story. And, um, and uh, I'm going to be doing, uh, hopefully, you know, more inspirational speaking. Um, we have some things coming up um, at the end of July, and we've got an event coming in September um, with another co-author, and that's going to be in Dallas, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun too. So um, I'm 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 looking forward to to collaborating with a lot of the the co-authors and getting up on stage and sharing my story. And and um, there will be another book coming out with 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 a lot of good things too, <laughs> not just a big <laughs> extraordinary you know these these uh, eye-opening, awakening events, but um, some, some good stuff, too. So that, that'll be coming. And on kellylocatelli.com, um, all of my social media is there, and, and I'll be keeping that up to date. So just keep checking in with, with me there. Excellent. And you've, you've been dropping just awesome words of uh, encouragement and inspiration do you have any last golden nuggets before we get out of here? Last golden nuggets. Um, the biggest, the biggest golden nugget that I can, I can truly give people, and I'll just, it's the same one that I've been saying is, what is the lesson and how can I be grateful for it? That's the number one nugget. Um, and also um, compassion. You know, you got to have um, compassion for for everybody, including yourself, because you, you don't know what other people are going through. Um, so, so be compassionate in, in your daily interactions and, and get out there, get out there and, and, and network with people and, and talk to people and, you know, learn their stories. And, and I think if we can, if we can get back to basics where, we're, we're having one-on-one conversations or live conversations with folks. You know, um, social media is great, and, and I'm the, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge social media freak, and I do lots of promotions on social media, but nothing beats personal interaction, you know. So get, get out there and, and talk to people and, and, and tell your story and learn theirs. Ask questions and listen. 
those are the biggest things that I can I can offer. That sounds great. And Kelly, we thank you so much for being on the radio show today and sharing your story. And Lawrence, do you have anything else? I just truly enjoyed this, and I I wish that your that eleven would have was already out so people could uh, could read your story. And I know that it's going to be amazing. So when it comes out, please blast it out as we will, so that uh, people can learn and people can appreciate the beauty that is around us every day. And you know, the wonderful thing about um, this radio show is we get to peek behind the curtain and <laughs> and look at, you know, the real lives of people who've done extraordinary things. And so I just want to really thank you for one being vulnerable and trusting enough to have your story told uh, by you, but also to uh, have that kind of courage knowing that your story can help. And so thank you very, very much for that. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you guys um, a ton, and it was my pleasure. I'm I'm thrilled to have written it. Excellent. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a 20-second break. Once again, Kelly, thank you so much for being on the radio show. Uh, look out for Kelly's chapter, Life, What I Signed Up For. It's in Book 11. And go to her website, kellylocatelli.com, and make sure you connect with her all across social media. So once again, Kelly, thank you so much for being on the radio show today. We're going to take a 20-second break and come back with our wrap-up. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Kelly. Bye-bye, Kelly. Okay. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Peggy Sealfan, personal development coach and co-author in The Change. If you are interested in truly connecting to your authentic success, you'll want to read my chapter in Book 9. I offer specific steps to uncover your greatness and have the life you deserve. I help clients supercharge their lives. Keep listening to tips from all the co-authors and especially from co-hosts Rich Perry and Lorenz Pipkin. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with our wrap-up. Lawrence, how are you feeling about today's show? I'm, I'm super ecstatic. I'm so <laughs> glad that, we finally, that I finally got a chance to speak with Kelly. Uh, we've been social media pals for a while, and I guess just that personal connection just escaped us. And even though we were going back and forth on social media and always tagging each other and instant messaging and, you know, tweeting each other, um, it was so great to finally connect personally, hear her voice, and I'm sure it won't be the last time. And, um, yeah, so that's that's my view. What about you, Lawrence? Well, I think you said something important there. Um, liking and following is not connecting. And um, when we talk about uh, collaborating, it's, it's more than uh, just being a presence in somebody's online life it's actually reaching out and speaking to them in person and i'm really thankful uh for the radio show that gives us that opportunity when i might otherwise be lazy and not reach out so 
I encourage you guys to to reach out. There, you're going to be nothing but surprised and pleased with everyone that you reach out and speak with. So um, those are my thoughts on that. I thought it was an awesome show, and I know that you thought it was the best show ever, and uh, I thought it was pretty amazing. Thanks for stealing my tagline. Lawrence, <laughs> <laughs> uh, steal my tagline. Yeah, absolutely. It was a blast. And on a ending note, and to go on what Lawrence just said about connecting, if you're someone that is interested in connecting with the co-authors, if you're interested with learning more about uh, Jim Britt and Jim Lutz and all the co-authors from the Change book series, we're in we have over 200 co-authors from around the globe. We're in like 22 plus countries around the world. And we're already up to book 11 working on book 12. So that's a lot of people, a lot of experts to connect with. If you're someone that wants to connect and learn from these people, I encourage you to go into your Facebook uh, search menu up on top and type in the change book. It'll be a free public group. All you have to do is just join and you'll be able to connect personally with Jim Britt, Jim Lutz, the co-founders and all the co-authors from the series and just ask your question. And if you're someone that you've got a story to tell, then it's a great opportunity for you to join the community and be a co-author and get your story heard by people around the world. So go ahead and check that out. That's on Facebook and you're going to search for the change book and it's a free public group. And if you want to connect with Lawrence and me personally, then what I'm going to encourage you to do is go to our website, which is vortexmastermind.com and go up to, well, you have two options to connect with us. You can learn some of the stuff that we're teaching in our bankrolling your mind program. Go up to the top, you'll see a, a clickable link in the toolbar that says free training, and you can download those MP3s absolutely free. Use them as personal training. Use them as team training with those you work with. Or you can schedule a free strategy call to speak with us, and we'll tell you how you can go about getting greater clarity in what you want you know, achieve that laser focus in your one true goal. And we'll show you what you need to do to act with intention and precision to create mastery in your business and in your life. So that's vortexmastermind.com and connect with us. That's all I've got. Lawrence, do you have anything else before we get out of here? Well, I just the same thing that I say every week and nobody listens to me. So this week it's going to change because Which is awesome. I woke up this week. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Go to iTunes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, put in the search box the Change Book Series and uh, give us a rating and a review. Um, it's a way for us to extend our reach and, um, and the stories and the wonderful knowledge that all these co-authors have uh, to the rest of the world. So please do that. iTunes, the Change Book Series, and uh, – oh, no, I'm sorry. It's the Change Book Radio Show. Change Book Radio Show. Mm-hmm. And give us a rating and a review. And that's all I, I, you know, I wasn't going to wake up today, but then I thought, you know what, I'm going to wake up because it's going to be an awesome show and I'm glad that I did. So (laughs) I had a great day. We're glad you woke up too. (laughs) So that's all, that's all we've got 
for you guys. And we'll see you next Wednesday, same time, same channel, right here on the Change Book Radio Show. On behalf of Lawrence Pipkin and myself, Rich Perry, we will talk to you next week. Thanks and be excellent.